Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Marshall, live, and we are back with another episode of The Marshall Gillen Show. You all know that I tell this story so you can have permission to stop making excuses and to go out and change your life, change your business, change your relationship. Go out and transform and empower yourself into whatever you want to become. And in today's video, I want to share a conversation that I was having with my 13-year-old. You have to understand, my 13-year-old is going to high school next year, and here where I live in Kalispell, Montana, there's two high schools here in Montana. There's Glacier High School and there's Flathead High School. And I wanna share a conversation and why this applies to you because really what I wanna talk about today is why most men fail. Why most men fail in life, why most men are failing in business, why they're failing in their health, why they're failing in their parenting, why they're failing in their marriage. And I'm not trying to like call people out. I just wanna share a perspective with you that maybe you haven't thought of. So first off, you guys can see I'm out here, I'm doing deadlifts today. Uh, we're repping out 300, uh, 300 pounds for a few reps, uh, doing 30 reps here for that. So the message I wanted to share with you real quick, and the reason it's on my mind is because I was just having this conversation with Josh the other day, but it was brought back to my mind last night over deadlifts, and I want to share this story with you. So first off, listen, if you're a man who's watching this, and you've been facing burnout, you've been dealing with low energy, you've been feeling a lack of purpose or motivation or drive, and I promise this video is exactly what you need to hear right now. So do me a favor, give me a like, give me a love, let me know that you're watching this, let me know who's here. Let me know if you guys are subscribed to the podcast or if you're subscribed to the channel. And I'll tell you guys uh, some more things that I've had me have, that have helped me have success in multiple, multiple areas of my life now for years and I wanna share that with you. And so this is the thing I was talking about with Josh and this is the thing that came up last night with deadlift. So let's start with what happened last night. I'm sitting at my house, I'm getting ready to fall asleep and I hear a ding from a text message on my phone right around nine o'clock. Now, usually I put my phone up by then, but for some reason it was lying right next to me on the nightstand. So I reach down and I take a look at who's texting me. And it's a good friend of mine who lives out in New Jersey and uh, he's an older man. Ah, I'm sorry, forgive me. I shouldn't say older man. He's like 52 or something, right? So not, not an older man, but uh, he's older than me. And he, he likes to send me pictures of his workouts and of his videos and his lifts. And he sends me a lift uh, video of his deadlift last night and it's him deadlifting 350 pounds, okay? Which is a good, which is a pretty respectable weight, right? Especially at the age of 55. But what I noticed was the way that he was lifting it was an excellent way for him to hurt himself, okay? The form was not very good, and I can look at it and I'm like, yo, bro, if you were to just change, if you were to just change the way that you lift it, you would be able to lift a lot more. Got some my girl back there, KJ, doing some ball slams. And I was like, dude, if you change the way that you lifted that, you would lift a lot more, okay? I sent him a video showing him exactly what I was talking about, and he responded back with just thanks. You know, like we were having this big, long conversation, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, I tell him something, I reflection back to him, and I'm, listen, I'm not the kind of guy that's like a know-it-all. I'm not gonna be like, oh, did you know you were doing this wrong? Like, I praised him, I said how awesome it was, and then I asked him, hey, yo, bro, have you ever heard of taking the slack out of the bar? Have you ever, taken, have you ever heard of taking the slack out of the bar? And he's like, no, what's that? And as soon as I told him, he's like, well, I don't jerk. I don't do that, thanks. And he cut me off, okay? And it ties directly into why most men fail in all areas of your life, and it has to do with pride and ego. And I wanna share something with you because my 13-year-old and I were just talking about this the other day. And I wanna tie it back into what Rich was just telling me because this is, this is massive for most men. And people do this for all of time, men have done this. And it's the one thing that keeps them LinkedIn, all right? So I wanna be able to share this. Chris, what's going on, bro? Nice to meet you, man. Good to have you on my live, man. I'm talking about why most men fail in life. 
And it's a really short, simple answer, okay? So let's talk about Josh real quick, because Josh is heading out to high school next year, and he has to make a decision this summer what high school program, what football program he's gonna play for next year. Now, here in Montana, in the Kalispell area, there's two high schools. There's Glacier High School and there's Flathead High School. Now, Glacier High School is the new high school, the newest one, it's got the fanciest stuff, it's got the best things. Flathead High School is kind of ghetto, right? It's on the west side, it's like the one that uh, everybody goes to, it's been around forever, it's a little outdated, you know, these kinds of things. Now, I don't know if you grew up in a town like that, but I went to the ghetto high school in Sterling, Illinois, and everybody else went to the nice high school, Newman, right? So I'm telling Josh, I'm saying, hey, Josh, you have to take into consideration where you're gonna play next year. And the thing that we have to consider is which of your teammates here in middle school are going to which school? Are they going to Glacier or are they going to Flathead? And why does this matter? Because Josh is like me, he's a little dude. He's really good, he's really fast, but he's really little. So right now it's hard for him to get playing time with all the kids because they're so much bigger than he is. But he's fast, he's quick, he's got great hands, and he's a great athlete, just undersized. However, there is a student in Josh's class right now who is a remarkable athlete. I'm talking this kid is a phenom, basketball, football, baseball, anything this kid does, he is a standout. And every time Josh plays with him, they win. And every time Josh plays against him, they almost they lose usually, right? Except for they did beat them in football this last, uh, this last game just a couple weeks ago. But I'm telling Josh, I'm saying, listen, dude, you got, you, this is what you've got to consider. You've got to consider that if you go to school with Cooper at Glacier High School, that you guys are going to compete for a championship. He is one of the best athletes I've ever seen at the age of 13, this kid. And I'm like, he's going to Glacier and all the best athletes from the middle school are going to Glacier. So I'm like, hey, yo, dude, like you gotta consider, Josh, that if you wanna know what it's like to play for a championship, to compete for a state championship, which is something that I've never gotten to do, which is something that most men don't get to do in high school sports. If you go to Glacier, there's a real opportunity that you're gonna get to compete at the highest level. You're gonna know what it feels like to be on the road, traveling to bigger stadiums, playing in bigger games, maybe getting televised games. Like, you're gonna know what that's like. However, if you go to Flathead Valley, they've only won like one, or Flathead uh, High School, they've only won like one game in the last like five years. Two, one, two, three games in the last five years, something like that. I'm like, you are gonna be playing with the kids who are not the best. You're gonna have to be on a losing squad. You're gonna have to know what it's like to lose week in and week out. And his immediate answer to me was, I don't care, at least I'll be playing. I don't care, I'm gonna go to Flathead, at least I'll be playing. I don't wanna sit on the bench, okay? And I totally get that. I totally understand that. And I'm not telling Josh which one to go to. I'm not telling him what's right or wrong. I just want to lay out the full, the full spectrum of the possibilities that he has when it comes to playing football. And this one mentality is why so many men lose in life, they lose in business, they lose in marriage, they lose in parenting. It's why the guy who was texting me about deadlifting is losing in areas of his life. I'm not trying to call him out, I'm just being honest. And that's because most men will shrink down and play small when other men, other warriors, other kings are playing big. Let me say that a different way. Most men do not want to go with the greats. Most men don't want to play with the best of the best because they're worried that it'll cut into their playing time or they're worried that they, uh, they, they will get, they, they'll get ignored. Josh doesn't want to go to Glacier because he doesn't want to be sitting on the bench. He wants to play. And I'm trying to tell Josh, okay, great. You go to Flathead Valley and you get on the field, but that doesn't mean that anybody can throw you the ball. That doesn't mean that the people that are blocking for that guy to throw the ball can block. That doesn't mean that the running game is gonna be going. Like you have to understand, when you are playing on a losing team, everything in life gets harder. 
Everything you do is harder. The motivation is gone, the drive is gone, the purpose is gone, the inspiration is gone, right? In sports, you hear a term often called winning fixes everything, right? Winning fixes everything. Now, it's not always true, but for the most part, winning does fix everything. When you're fucking winning in business, when you're winning in your marriage, when you're winning in your life, when you're winning in your health, it's, it's, it transcends everything. It carries over into everything. And for the men, and women too, but for the men who join winning teams and they play with the best of the best, they practice with the best of the best, guess what happens to those men? Guess what happens to the men who are brave enough, courageous enough to join a winning team, to join the best of the best? Guess what happens to them? I don't have to tell you, it's not a secret, they get better. They get better. The men who play with losers, the men who play with a losing team, they don't develop better habits. They're not called to raise their game. They're not inspired to become better, to stand up, because they're not playing against anybody that's better. You become who you surround yourself with. Now, I will say real quick caveat is, again, I'm not pulling for Josh to go to Glacier or to go to Flathead, and I'm not saying that Josh can't have, not, can't not have success at Flathead. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying in consideration, most men will shut down immediately and not even think about going to play for the contender, not even thinking about joining the champions because they're too afraid that they will look bad and they won't be able to stand out. Now, as a boy, 13-year-old boy, I understand that. He's a 13-year-old boy. But the actions that we take as a boy, the habits that we develop as a boy, the mentality and mindset that we develop as a boy is what we carry into manhood. And so I, as my duty as a leader, as a man, a father, as the king, it is my responsibility to lay out the whole entire spectrum for Josh to say, hey, listen, you have options in life. Do you want to join a losing team or do you want to join a winning team? Not one is better than the other, but you've got to ask yourself, what are you willing to do? What is the work you're willing to put in? Because when I talked to that guy last night, he wanted to celebrate 350 pounds with me, which was awesome. But I'm like, yo, bro, you're gonna fuck up your back doing that. That is not how you do that. This is great, but if you did it the right way, you would be able to lift even more. And his natural thing was to shrink, play small, oh, thanks. Never mind, I don't wanna talk about this anymore, thanks, right? And that's the number one sign to tell if a dude is gonna end up being a loser or being a winner in life. And I'm not trying to say that, oh, like, you're a loser. Losing is an adjective, winning is an adjective. I'm not saying that as a noun, like you are the loser. I'm saying, yo, you're a loser because you're taking losing actions and getting losing results. You can switch that any day you want. You can become a winner by taking winning actions and then getting winning results. But you can only do that when you're surrounded by greatness, when you're surrounded by other warriors, when you're surrounded by other kings. And if you're constantly afraid and, and scared to play big because you don't want to look bad. I mean, what in the fuck are we even talking about? How are you ever going to get any better? And that's, the, that's what I want you to think about this weekend. That's what I want you to think about this weekend as you're getting ready to go into next week, as you're getting ready to launch November, as we're closing out 2022 and moving into 2023, is I want to ask you right now, dude, how many winners are you playing with on a regular basis? How many men are you winning with in business? How many men are you winning with in the gym? How many men are you winning with in your life? And if you're telling me that you're playing all alone, if you're telling me that you're playing on a team of one, because so far right now up to this point in your life, right in here as a man, you've been too scared to go join the winners because you don't wanna look bad. I'm telling you, bro, one, it's stupid. And two, dude, like, come on. What are we talking about? The quickest way to have success is to surround yourself with those who are succeeding. And I know that you will agree with that. So I want you to think about this. I want you to ask yourself, where in your life are you taking losing actions? Where in your life are you still solo dolo? Where in your life are you still trying to figure it out all by yourself? Your business, your health, your relationships. 
I know the one thing that's changed my life is I always play with winners. I invest the money, I invest the time, I invest the energy to play with winners. This gym I'm standing in right now is the gym of a former NFL athlete and one of the top ranked powerlifters in the entire world. Like number 15th ranked powerlifter in the world. I've never powerlifted before, but when I wanted to powerlift, when Kirsty wanted to start powerlifting, where did we go? Did we go to the regular ass gym and just hire the two young kids who were teaching powerlifting who are pretty good? Or did we go to the fucking champion who's the best of the best that rides my ass and tells me I'm doing things wrong? That tells me to st shut up and get back to work. That tells me don't be a baby, take off the straps, fucking lift the thing, your wrist hurts, squeeze the bar harder. And what happened? What happened when I surrounded with that, myself with that? I got better. I set state records. I got stronger, right? I got more confident. I got more driven. I got clarity on my purpose. It started to spill over into other areas of my life. And I'm like, ah, what else can I fucking win? So again, men, if you've been too scared to join a winning team, then just sit down and shut up because you're gonna keep getting losing actions. If you're a man who's been losing, but you know you wanna win more and you're looking for the right team, the right tribe to join, dude, reach out to me, man. I have a tribe of men who are bettering themselves in every area of their life, through self-mastery, personal development, business development, men who are going all in on everything they're doing, going all in themselves, going all in on their families, going all in on their health, going all in on their parenting, going all in on being community and business leaders, but you can only get better when you surround yourself with the best. Iron sharpens iron. I know you've heard that before and it's true. If you wanna become the best, surround yourself with the best. Now I'm hosting a men's retreat in January, January 5th through the 8th, it's in Florida. There's only 12 spots, a few of them are already gone. But we're gonna spend the weekend, I've got some, kill I got some killers coming. I got a guy coming out that's gonna teach us about ritual combat, how to defend ourselves. We got somebody coming out to teach us how to manage stress and anxiety with breath work. We got a meditation expert coming out. We're gonna be getting into cold tubs, we're going on a hike, we're gonna be doing workouts, we're gonna be doing yoga. I got a, I got a badass motherfucking uh, trainer coming, teaches about nutrition and working out for men older than 30. Like every single thing that you need to become better in every single aspect of your life, business, health, relationships, life overall, is gonna be taken care of and broken down that weekend for men who wanna win, who wanna be a champion. This retreat's called Sacred Kings because I know that there's four male archetypes. I know there's four male archetypes. Carl Jung says that the masculine psyche, the male psyche has four masculine archetypes. Magician, lover, warrior, and king. And when you are aligned in every part of your life and you are powerful and purpose-driven and present, only then can you show up in your king energy. And that energy of a king in your life, your business, in your family, your relationship, that king energy is sacred. It is our sacred right as men to tap into that energy, to be that king for our family, for our communities. That's why the event, that's why the retreat is called Sacred Kings. Because we're turning regular men into sacred kings and I want you to be part of it. In 2023, I want you to be part of a winning team. So hit me up, DM me, let me know. And then also let me know if you make this far in the podcast or on the show, which school should Josh go to? Should I tell him to go to Glacier? Should I tell him to go to Flathead? Which one are you rooting for? I hope this video, I hope this live, I hope this podcast, I hope this show is bringing you some value. We're gonna be adding videos just like this as often as I possibly can, sharing my stories, sharing my lessons, and hopefully giving you the permission and the empowerment you need to go out and change your life. I love you, bro. I fucking love you and I'm rooting for you, but I'm not gonna be easy on you. I want you to win. I want you to be the best man for your family, the best man for you. I want you to be the best man for God. We got this. Stop playing with losers. Team up with winners and watch your life change. I love you guys and I'll see you soon.